0: And we're back, you listen to Lights, Camera, Cleveland I love that podcast, it's okay I listen to it all the time that I'm recording (laughs) That's true
1: Uh, Well, this is where we talk about things I'm Rob Alderman, with me as always The Hollywood Slinky Word. With him as always, AMC Mike To your mama
0: And Slinky, this week you pick a topic, ready, go Antonio Sabato Jr. says that Hollywood has blacklisted him because he supports Donald Trump. <laughs> is this a real? Who, thing? This is a real thing. <laughs>
2: who, who is that?
0: Antonio Sabato
2: Jr. Okay, yeah, I I hear the name, but who is that? that? Yeah, who is that? Thank
0: you.
2: Right, like Let's could, just keep saying his name. Could
0: he be blacklisted because like, he sucks. no one knows who he is? <laughs> he was Zoro he was also the voice of Puss in Boots in the Shrek movies. That's what Wait, most yeah, people... No. Antonio Banderas. Yeah. Oh, no, this yeah. is Antonio Sabato Jr. Yeah, you got the yeah. other guy. See, I yeah. don't <laughs> even know who we we're about. <laughs> This, this, just it awesome. this who is everybody Nobody knows who's going better. derpa, derpa. Yeah.
1: Uh, Antonio Sabato is not Antonio no. No. Banderas. Antonio <laughs> Sabato
0: Jr. was... Um, an actor
1: for a while Ben Harris <laughs> is at home like I got no problems That's support uh, to the hitter <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: well you know why are you looking up who he is <laughs> he was on he was on Melrose Place and oh uh, what uh, I think he was blacklisted way before this
2: yeah <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> he was on Melrose he was on The, the, Place? Bold,
0: the Bold and the Beautiful <laughs> General Hospital
2: What? Well
0: not just regular General Hospital either Gen- Oh no it General the- Hospital Night Shift
2: Oh no That's the worst one Um
0: I don't know what to tell you I, I, I He was in The Three Stooges He sure. played He played Handsome <laughs> guy number one Yes Sure he was <laughs> Uh boy It's just Terrible that he's been Blacklisted by Hollywood hasn't uh, it? Isn't it?
2: I mean That's obviously What's happened Oh man! Yeah, now it, these actors that like suck are going to be coming out. I support Trump. Like his big, uh, his big film
0: success was 1998's "The Big Hit," starring Mark Wahlberg and Lou Diamond Phillips. And <laughs> oh, Antonio Sabato. What's team. funny is that's his big hit. That's and his it's big the hit. low light of their careers. Yeah. yeah. yeah
1: it's the one the other two wish they could forget and, and like at parties he's like hey remember that time
0: we were in the movie like, no, together and no, sh- like no order another cheeseburger because you know the only reason they're hanging out is because he wandered into the Wahlburgers joint i, I want a Wahlberger mm. I'd try a Wahlburger. Yeah. Also, okay how about this how about this though
1: no he's not blacklisted because he likes Trump um, but yes that probably could happen in Hollywood because not a lot of people like Trump
0: <laughs> Is that fair?
2: Well, didn't they just have a movie on that?
0: He actually let me can I read one quote from his because yeah. he wrote uh he wrote a big op ed piece about it okay. for um where was it for? Was it for Variety maybe? The Hollywood report. Anyone yeah, it was that Variety. would print it. No, it was for Variety. Yeah. Um who chose to file it under film and not television. Sure. Yeah, uh, that's good. He was in that one movie. Right. And he said, quote, I have had fantastic directors who have <laughs> Said officially to my agents and managers, they will never hire me again. They will never even see me for projects. That's unfair. It's just like communism. Well, listen, here's the truth. It's
1: just like communism, my friend. If it's true, let me let me just say this. If it's true, it's wrong, just like in the McCarthyism days. Right. Right? So, like here's the deal, Antonio. You might be right. I may be crazy. Yeah, I didn't want to keep going. I didn't want to. I suddenly realized I didn't want to drag Billy Joel into this. I know. Like I realized Billy Joel was actually better than this. <gasps>
0: oh my gosh, Nancy Mike's just just out. we
2: need to change the topic right now.
0: Okay, okay? to
2: happened? the menu of Wahlburgers.
0: Oh goodness. Okay.
2: <laughs> the very first thing for the smallbergs, for the kids, the Smallburgs, is they have a grilled cheese made with, in quotations, government cheese. And you can add bacon. (laughs) (laughs) We need to travel
1: there right now. All I can say is, like, we all know what he means
0: by government cheese. Yes. I want that cheese.
1: It's the
2: best best. cheese. It's not real. It's not cheese, cheese but
0: cheese You know, when I lived in L.A., Marvel had a restaurant up on the Universal City Walk, uh, and all of the names of all of the foods were like themed to the Marvel franchises right. and stuff. And they had no joke; it was a one-pound hamburger, and it was called it was called the Inedible Hulk. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know what? Wahlburgers,
1: government cheese, and Trump—it's all together. It's like <laughs>
0: communism.
1: It's like all the same thing. Uh, that, that's all I'll say. Is I, I actually do think that that stuff is real. Uh, I think we see it kind of from time to time, That's always disgusting. So, hey, Hollywood, if
0: you blacklisted Antonio for this reason... For Antonio. Gonna... Yeah, now if you've blacklisted him because he sucks... Okay. In favor. Yeah. That's okay. Speaking of sucks, we'll be right back. That sucks. Yeah. Lights. Camera. Yeah.
2: Cleveland.
0: <laughs> I love
2: movies, and
0: you love movies, too. That's all together because the world needs movies to watch on TV and not just traffic and
1: And we're back. You're listening to Lights, Camera, Cleveland, word Rob, word. Slinky, word, word. AMC Mike, Word. Uh, you know what, what time it is? What time is it, my friends? It's time to hit me with some box
0: office numbers. I'd be honored. Num- well, first, let me just say Nerve, the new film starring, uh, um, uh, what's his name's little brother? Antonio? No, not Antonio. <laughs> uh, Oh, God, there's more than one of them. James Franco.
2: Oh, yeah, um...
0: His sure. little brother. The little one. Little Franco. I like little Franco. Uh, anyway, he, he's the star of that one. That's that one
2: about the, the truth or dare game. The truth or dare game. Right. the
0: one that seemed like it would be really,
1: really cool until it wasn't cool. Right. Like Hackers. Yeah. Like,
0: yeah. Like, it's going to be the greatest movie ever, and then at some point, it was going to be unrealistic and ridiculous. I, I like in the trailer, I actually like the commentary about,
1: like, we're going to play this game that's led by people. And then suddenly it's like, now we're trapped in the game and they won't let us out. And then I was like, bleh.
2: Yeah. Wasn't there a That's movie where, like, the government computers were telling... It was like a famous guy that...
0: Enemy of the State. It was Will Smith. And Dennis Hopper. No. No. You talking no. about older than that? Logan? No. Ron?
2: No, no. Newer than that.
0: You talking about Running uh, Man?
2: It, it's No, it's like, um...
0: I guess our point is this has been done before
2: yeah it's, you know, I'll think, about it, I'll think was of it, it
0: wait was it Michael Douglas in the game the game
2: no but it was more like that
0: mm. okay it was
2: a younger guy that was doing it and like but like it was like the government's uh, computer like suddenly like became sentient and was hmm. like trying to manipulate him or, weird I don't know about yeah. that
1: <clears throat> the only thing I know the only thing I know is that it's a great trailer until halfway yeah and then it's like, meh,
2: meow.
0: Yeah. All right, what's next? Well, anyway, the, the whole point of that was just simply to, to point out that uh, it opened this weekend and placed in uh, uh, eighth. <laughs> eighth? Ouch. <laughs> yeah. It did not do so well. So, anyway, um, so number five, Ice Age Collision Course, uh, bringing in $10.9 million, uh, bringing its two week total. To uh, a hun- to forty-two point six. Sorry, this my my box office numbers here printed funny. Uh, anyway, it brought its two week total to forty-two point six million dollars. So, there you go.
2: Um, right.
0: <laughs> yeah. Apparently, uh, on that one, apparently my my mom took my seven year old daughter to see Ice Age Collision Course. Okay. And this was my kid's review. I can't wait to see Nine Lives.
1: There was a trailer for Nine Lives. There was a
0: trailer for Nine Lives. And that was, I said, that was what, I said, what'd you think of the movie? And she said, I can't wait to see Nine Lives. That's great. So memorable. Uh, Number four, The Secret Life of Pets, bringing in $18.9 million for its four-week total of 297 million that
1: one is filed under stuff my kids for sure want to see they yeah. even
0: that one did so well they actually announced today a release date for its sequel
1: not surprised yeah
0: number three uh bad moms bringing in 23.8 million dollars it's one week total 23 okay we gotta dollars. pause
1: here with the news you've heard the news right
2: <laughs> no. okay
1: okay the bad moms ready yeah <laughs> so in Florida there's like this mommy group, like a mommy forum, and they like go out and they do things together. And they decided they all wanted to see Bad Moms, so they rented, they, they bought 50 tickets to all go at the same time and rent out the movie theater and go in the movie theater watch Bad Moms together in the middle of the day. And a bunch of them are like new mothers that are like nursing babies, and they were all like, well, we don't care because like we're all women with babies here, right? right? And we're going to be in the dark theater, So they went in with their babies to like nurse their babies in the theater with their friends watching Bad Moms, and the movie theater was like, "You can't come in here and bring those babies because they're underage." You're bad moms, (laughs) (laughs) and so like all fifty moms raged and like stormed out with their babies and threw this huge social media fit. (laughs) So the bad moms got—I mean, the good moms got accused of being bad moms on their way to see Bad Moms nice
0: that my friends only happens in Florida it's true sure yeah number two Star Trek Beyond 24.7 million dollars bringing its two week total to 106.5 yeah. I liked it. Are we gonna talk about it more later? Yeah, yeah. we we'll talk about it. Okay. Uh, and number one, Jason Bourne bringing in fifty nine point two million dollars its first week. This isn't out. surprising.
1: They put so much marketing behind it that even if it wasn't good, which the reviews are kind of all right up the middle. Yeah. You know, well, what Like nobody's is saying it's bad. Four?
0: Four. The fourth. Okay. And nobody's saying it's bad. Five. It's five. Because it's his fourth. But there was one. With and there was one Hawkeye that had was it Hawkeye? Yeah. 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 Jeremy Renner. Yeah, so there you go. So it's five. But anyway. Okay. Anyway,
1: uh, all the reviews are like, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. You know, and so
0: even if it were bad, I would expect these kind of numbers because the marketing machine's been insane. Yeah, you know what's been really funny about the commercials for this one is that it's got Tommy Lee Jones in it. Yep. And every time I watch this commercial, because Tommy Lee Jones is playing the same right. damn part. He we got to go catch him. In every single yeah. movie like this, that when. Uh, uh, when I saw the commercial for it, I was like, "Oh, good, they got him to come back." <laughs> but it's his <laughs> first board <Bourne> movie. <laughs> <laughs> He's so good at that.
1: <laughs>
0: I didn't kill my wife.
2: I don't care. Yeah. Okay. Good. Great. We're glad you All did.
0: Right. You now him? that you've caught Harry Ford, you can go uh, go get Jason Borg That's right. So there you go. There's your box office numbers. All right. All well, yeah. in a minute we'll be back. We're gonna take just a quick break. That way, you can listen to some music and literally don't care much about it. We'll be yeah. back. And then we'll return. I've heard we're gonna be back. And that'll be alright. Right. Be beautiful. lights. Nice. Camera.
1: And the angels wept. <laughs> that wasn't dark. <a> <laughs> it's unnecessarily dark. I'm sorry. We're gonna catch them.
0: Gotta put furniture together. He does. True story. Carrie came up with like three more movies. And it's not in the break. It's not Minority Report either.
2: (laughs) No, it's not Minority (laughs) Report.
0: And Uh. this is why Nerve is a failure.
2: (laughs) (laughs) God.
1: Well, we're gonna do a new segment. Uh,
2: Oh, what movie is Carrie thinking about?
1: No, that was that. I'm sure. Was it War Games?
2: No, I know War Games.
1: No, listen. Do you want to play again? We're just not gonna. We're just not gonna get there.
0: I'm many. telling you, it sounded like Enemy of the State to me. It sounded oh, like Enemy of even, the State to me too. No, wait a minute. Whoa, oh, oh, what? What? Wait. wait oh, what? I know what movie. I I don't remember the movie name, but I remember the actor. It's oh, funny who is it? You go to type it in. There's all these Nine Lives everywhere. Yeah.
1: <laughs> How many searches for nine lives have you done? That is the first thing that pulls up in your Google
2: That's search. It's
0: just it's just uh
2: on IMBD.
0: Yeah, it's just <laughs> all, all up in BD our IMDB BD. face. BD. Uh what, what on Shia was it? LaBeouf. Is it Shia Eagle Ass, and it was Eagle? Ass.
2: Ah yes! Oh, I was going crazy. There you go. Okay. All right. I'm done. We can end the podcast now. I'm happy.
0: So we all saw a movie together. Oh, we did. This is our new segment called "We Actually Saw a Movie." There were kids there. (laughs) There We were there for your birthday. The weirdest thing happened. Uh, Both uh, both of our sets of children were out of town at the exact same time. Yeah. And and it it was right after a payday. So like we all had the money. The time At the
2: time. And it <laughs> fell on Slinky's birthday, so we had a reason. That's
0: yep. right. So there you go. Happy birthday to me.
2: Yay. Yay. Um Old.
0: So we all saw Star Trek Beyond. Yes, we did. Mm-hmm. Yes, talk about it.
1: Yeah, let's do it. Let's talk about it. Yeah, it was your birthday, Slinky. Why don't you start... We don't yeah. have to give full reviews or anything. But, I mean, just kick us off.
0: Um, I think... Uh, uh, well... Let me just say that I think that Zachary Quinto is perfectly cast as Spock, but he wasn't really that great in this film. That one goes out to Chad Guyton. Uh, It's not really true. I'm just saying that. Come on! on. Uh, That was petty.
1: It was. So, so, for those of you who don't know, we, we have some buddies. <laughs> um, we have some buddies in another podcast, Screeners Podcast. Now, those guys actually have the time and the money to see movies. And they see them a lot. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And uh, so, if you want to actually talk about movies that are out that people have seen, go see, go see, or go listen to our buddies at the Screeners. If you want to hear pontification about what movies we'd like to see, Hollywood dirt. And listen to our babble. Listen to this podcast. There you go. I didn't do a good job of defending our podcast. No,
2: we're all like, go listen to this yeah. other podcast. If you like
0: good podcasts, listen
2: to the screen. I didn't say good. If you're into this kind well, of crap, be, you
0: know what? Then hang
2: out with us. <laughs> what,
1: what made this? What made this? What made this whole tiff online so silly is that Chad usually is my guy on that podcast. Right. Like, Chad and I agree about 99% of things. And he rolled up and said that he didn't like what? But, but he said he he said he didn't say he didn't like it. What he said was, stranger things equals good, not great. So he didn't say bad. He right. didn't say mediocre. He said good, not great. Now, I happen to think it's amazing and have been trying to get everybody I know to see it. So I took him to task <clears throat> a little bit and said, you know, which part's not great? right it, you know and then from there it spiraled out of control like I just checked the post a minute ago and people are like talking about Grey's Anatomy it's like we can't even get back now it's it's the ship has sailed from the but, conversation but anyway he made a suggestion that he should come on our podcast and he should yeah he should come on this podcast uh, but
0: what we won't well hold on is hold that on
2: he's not allowed to come on unless he brings what? me cookies <laughs> No, this is <laughs> fair. Or his wife is can he make, like a cookie guy? I don't know, but I want cookies He's, right now. So that's uh, he what might the, be horrible at making cookies. I, they don't even they they can be Oreos. I just want some cookies right now.
1: That's understandable. Okay, but what we won't tell him, we'll say like, look, you get to see movies. You're such a good movie critic, and then we'll bring him on here and we'll take him to task about Stranger Things. There
0: you
2: stuff. go. I guess we need to watch Stranger Things then. Well, dude, that's good. It's yeah. not great, right,
1: but <laughs> so here. So anyway, the point is though, the point the point of all this is. He saw. He sees all the movies. It's rare for us to see him, But we did see this one. Yes, we did. We did. And speaking of Spock, right, I think he's great too as Spock. I thought that the character as a whole was underutilized. Like when he was on screen, I thought he was fine. It was just there's a lot less Spock than what we're
0: used to. What was interesting to me was that they... Uh the first two, you know, Star Trek. Let me back up. Star Trek, as a franchise, is built around this idea of this, tr- this trinity. Yeah, the captain, the doctor, the Spock, and um, and these these three new films uh, in have have veered away from that a little bit. Yeah, and they've tended to be Captain Kirk movies. Okay, and Kirk and Spock are like the number one co-stars. Right. Or, I'm sorry, uh, the Dr. McCoy and Spock are like the number one co-stars. And typically it was like Kirk and Spock, and then Kirk and McCoy, um, and that was it. And this film decided it's going to be McCoy and Spock. Right. And so that was kind of interesting because it changed the dynamic that we have seen thus far. Um, but I think I'd still, re- I'd really like to see the three of them, you know. Go camping. Go go camping. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, we're at the point now where in this film they have solidly said, okay, the difficulties between them are resolved and the three of them are now best friends. Right. They have become the, trili- the trinity that we recall from, from past, in- you know, incarnations of Star Trek. And so, okay, great, we're there. Let us see it. Right. If 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 I had to to have like kind of a uh it would be that. Uh but mostly actually I thought it was a very good a very good movie. I thought the ending was kind of hokey. Um and I don't mean uh for those of you who have not seen it I'm going to try and be a little bit spoiler free but um they do they do a thing with to the Beastie Boys song uh Sabotage at the end of the film and that is not what I'm referring to because there are a lot of people who find that sequence to be to be hokey, and that's oh, not. I loved my, it. Yeah, I liked. I loved that too. it. Um, what Me I thought too. was what was I thought perfect. was hokey was was there is a zero g, uh, a zero gravity fist fight that happens. Beyond that, and uh, and I found that to be a little hokey in this age where you can uh, you know in this version of Star Trek where you can beam people from Earth all the way to the cl- planet Klingon while flying at warp speed, I thought it was silly that they couldn't just. Beam either of those two guys into to where jail. they
1: needed to be. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, like it was just that was kind of silly. Like just beam the bad guy to jail and the and the bomb into space. Done. Like that seemed kind of it kind of seemed silly to me. Um, But uh, so that was the the issue that I had. But but honestly, like what would was you good. grade it? What would you grade the film? Um, I don't know, are we on, are we, are we going We're not hating a great we're just saying like letters, you
1: know, yeah, let's just say on
0: a scale of 1 to 5, like that's good On a scale of 1 to 5? 1 I being low and 5 being high I'd give it like, I'd give it 4 or 4.5, I mean okay. it was I felt it was pretty strong, it was definitely fun, it was definitely uh, yeah. definitely an improvement from the last one What about you, ABC Mike?
2: I loved it, I'm a Trekkie and I loved it Right. I, you know, th- my my only complaint was the shaky camera.
1: Sure, that's, you and, hate that.
2: And going into a Star Trek movie, there is an expectation of some shaky camera, because that's the original shaky camera. Mm-hmm. Everyone <laughs> lean to the right, have you on the, ah, from the TV show. So, like, that didn't bother me, but I felt like they did all these really cool action sequences, and I couldn't tell what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um and, and when they weren't doing shaky camera, they were doing this weird like spin zoom thing when it wasn't needed. And so there were
0: a few times where they did a spin zoom and it was like in space and it was it was sure. disorienting in that like there is no up or down in right. space and, and it was effective.
2: And that's fine, but then like you know, three people are having a conversation and they're doing a spin zoom. And the
0: camera's going woo.
2: Yeah, and you're just like, someone get off the 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 spin zoom machine. Yeah, the spin zoom machine, and just <laughs> let me see my my characters talk for a little bit. Right. Um, but I I loved all of the characters. Um, the the new chick, the one with the cool makeup, the yeah. Jayla. Jayla, I love her. Oh, sure. So excited for her. She's very cool. Um, it's nice to get a little bit of sass mm-hmm. onto the bridge. I tell you, I
0: hope. That with Chekhov being gone, I hope that they, I hope that she (coughs) comes back as an ensign and and takes his place. Yeah. True. What'd
1: you think? Uh, You know, I think one of the things that's cool about reviews like this is that I'm not the biggest Star Trek fan and I also loved it. So it's cool to be there with people who are hardcore Star Trek fans and know that, like, they love this thing in the way that I love Marvel comic movies, you know, or Star Wars movies or, or whatever. And to also still really enjoy it, like i I'm like a fringe fan like i'm I'm definitely a next generation guy I right. love that show. I never really even loved the original, like even though like I can like the that with the archetypes and there' are certain yeah. episodes I can like as far as like ongoing entertainment, it's not like I don't go down to Netflix or my Amazon prime and be like let's just watch this again like there's plenty of shows from that same era I would watch over that i don't I don't do Star Trek, so with that said. I didn't have a pro. I didn't feel like it was, like, overly shaky camera or spin-zoomy. Um, and so, like, I think... I'll say, like, you guys hate that in general, right? You guys Her even more hate than it. it. Well, and because in I particular get sick. for Carrie, she gets sick, right? But I'll say this. I know it must have been a problem because... And this isn't throwing my amigos here on the show under the bus. We just speak it like it is, uh-huh. right? Like, like... I think a lot of times you guys are like, I hated that shaky camera. And I'm like, it's not a big deal. Right?
0: Right. And, I, I, and, don't, and I don't like shaky camera because I feel like it sometimes makes it difficult to tell what's happening. Sure. And I sometimes feel like you spent $80 million to blow that thing up. Right. Put the right, camera up. Right, right. no, 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 $50 I get, yeah, no, no. So
1: I can That's see saying, the money. Let been, me see, show me the money. Right. But we've been saying, but I've been hearing that very thing always. Right. For right. For a long time. My point is, I typically. Don't mind. I like the emotion that it gives me in an action sequence and stuff. Right. But what I was going to say is, in your favor, I have seen so many people posting yeah. too much shaky camera, too much shaky camera. So I'm willing to admit that, like, it doesn't bother me at all. But right? maybe this time was too but much. But this must like, have been too much because like there were a lot of people that said, Yeah, like, I really like the movie, but the camera shook too much. It right? made
2: me miss the lens flares.
1: Well, I think everybody missed the lens flares for missed,
0: nostalgic scene. I kind of missed the lens flares too. I felt yeah, like I think the lens, they ought to be there because they're a signature now. Well, yeah. Like Stanley showing up in a film. Right. Like, I kind of felt like yeah. the, lens, the lens flares have moved beyond being J.J. Abrams director uh, fingerprints on the Star Trek films. And they're kind of more, to me, they had kind of become part of the look of the new Star Trek films, Yeah. And so yeah. when they were gone I felt kind of bad. But I mean I kind of like it for the other reason. I like it because it is that thing that we
1: make fun of J.J. Abrams for <laughs> and now that we've all embraced him as like this guy who's actually doing everybody right. Yeah. Right? I'm not saying he makes perfect films very few people do, right, but what I'm saying is like he doesn't really give us a lot of reasons to hate him. It seemed like that sort of thing where like if that massive lens flare would have come over the top of the enterprise, like everybody would have cheered because hey lens flare right because a hey, j j right yeah, um and so so I miss that I, here's what I'll say. um I felt a little bit odd about them introducing like this really incredible female character and then kind of cutting her awesomeness short. That, that was bothersome to me. Like, I feel like we're moving in the right direction in a lot of ways with films giving women, like, these really great roles. But it's really interesting. She's, like, this amazing warrior who's, like, lived on her own. Okay, spoilers. Spoilers. Be careful. Mild spoilers. I'm going to say mild spoilers. She's been out there. She's doing her thing, right? And then we learn more about her, and we care about her more because they've given us this backstory. And then it culminates in this fight that kind of... Right? And so the whole thing is, like... I think we're actually there now where, like, she could have on her own merit wrapped up her storyline. That's what I say. So it's not a spoiler to anybody. Like, it felt weird. And I actually liked that whole sequence. So I liked what Spock and Bones were doing. I won't say what it was. I liked what Kirk was doing. I won't say what it was. The movie sort of pulled all that stuff together and yanked her into it. When she had something in my opinion, she had a moment she had to wrap something up that her she story. needed to finish right, and so and then they treated her after that like it had been wrapped up right because then she, she kind of kind goes of away and comes back at the end, and so like I don't know why that was a decision, but it struck a, a, a one way I judge these things is if if they, I noticed them during the film or after right it was in the film that I went, ah. Oh! No. Yeah. Right. Right? And I won't again. I won't say what happens if if she had had one more minute, sixty seconds, right? Right. And so, like, and so for me, the fact that it stuck out to me in the film means it was a deliberate editing, some sort of like it's leading to a conclusion that is very clear. Because I'll tell you what, dudes, I am super forgiving in the middle of a movie. Right. Like I am like yeah, I'm on a roller coaster. It's usually like two days later when I go like. Wait a minute. There was no track of (laughs) that. You know what I'm saying? Like how did they live once like how'd they live once? Scotty said there's no oxygen. Right. You know, like like but I'm totally forgiving. I wasn't forgiving of that and I also felt like come on, you gave us this awesome female character that we'd actually like to see come back in other movies. And I think she's
0: better than our current female characters that are in the franchise. So she certainly was in this film, yeah. I feel like, like, I feel like, like she, she was better in this film than Uhura was in this film, and it was yep. because oh, now I'm just talking about this film because Uhura is pretty strong in yeah, the first is. film, and she's got she, a moment in this she's film, she's got
2: a big moment in this film, but
0: uh, but but I think that, that if you just look at this film, yes, she is a stronger character than than Uhura is, yeah. So
1: a- anyway, I- I'll say like. I do buy into the idea that, hey, these guys are all friends now, and, and like, there's a solidified friendship between them, and, and we're going forward. I'll also say, like, um, it was awesome just to see them in the situation they were in. It was a way to feel fresh, and that's hard to do without spoilers, but just to say, like, I felt like there were things that happened in this movie that they haven't done yet. And...
2: Yeah, it, it felt like a new episode.
1: Yeah, to me it did. And I saw other people online, Matthew Melton, I'll say that, saying, like, no way. It didn't feel like a new episode. It didn't... And, and, but to me it did. And, and, like, I'm not saying he doesn't have his reasons for he, feeling how he does, but to me I was like, hey, here's a fresh thing. They went out of their way to give us a new scenario. Um, and uh, the, I guess the last thing I'll say is, uh, all hail Idris Alba because... <laughs> Um, the one thing that did really strike me that we haven't talked about yet is anybody else under that makeup and that is a second-rate villain. Yeah. Like, there wasn't enough good dialogue or good action or good stuff with the villain or good motivation with the villain to let it stand on its own, but that was proof you take an absolutely incredible actor and you let him own it. There was a moment when I realized it was Idris Elba that I went... Oh, that's why I don't
0: hate this villain. Interestingly (laughs) enough, the people who are not film folks or who are just casual viewer, the casual viewer, they're actually complaining that Idris Elba was wasted by hiding him under all that makeup. And then it's interesting that they, you know, that that's...
1: I wouldn't, let me say, I wouldn't disagree when he wasn't in his makeup. It was even more powerful. Okay, my point only is, if you're going to put it somebody under the makeup, it's kind of like this when you're pouring drinks, right? You're making cocktails, right? And people say, it doesn't matter what you throw in a cocktail because it's all mixed up. But that's actually not true. If you use fresh juice and you use fresh fruit and you use good spirits and good wine, you make a better cocktail.
0: He just just happens to be good spirits. He
1: happens to be good spirits. (laughs) So that's my thought. I give this thing like a... On a Robbie scale, I probably would give it a four. Like a solid, a solid four out of five. I'd give it a 4.5. There you go, and right gives it a 4.5. And you guys like Star Trek more than me. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. But four for me is good. Right. Let me say, like, I'm, I'm on the I'm on the train at four. I'll go see four out of five movies all day long. Right. So. Yeah, it's good. So there you have it. Alright, well we'll come back in just a minute.
2: Yay, movies.
1: More movies, more movies. We Alright, we'll be right back. Lights, Camera
2: Cleveland.
0: Yes, you are. Joining me is Mike. Yes, you are. Well, yep. And also Rob Alderman. Me too. We are enjoying movies tonight. We are. Yeah. I love movies. movies. They're awesome. But the clock is ticking. Oh, sorry. What time could it be? Time it's it's time, time? time for the big news. This is the part of the podcast where we have looked all over the interwebs to find the thing that is the biggest news in Hollywood right now. All hail the socials. That's right. These, these <laughs> socials. <laughs> Those wacky socials. So you guys ready for the big news? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, the big news in Hollywood right now is Suicide Squad fans have petitioned to shut the website Rotten Tomatoes down. <laughs> 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 That's just weird. Uh-huh. Scathing reviews. Like the, they, they petitioned the president? That. Okay, well, first of all, <laughs> Suicide Squad starts Friday. Yeah. So the reviews broke starting Monday. Yeah. Okay. And it has not done well. No. Rotten Tomatoes, uh, as of this morning, when this story broke, had a 34% on Rotten Tomatoes.
2: Um,
0: what was it? 34%. 34%. Now, mind you, that's worse than Man of Steel, but it's better than Batman versus Superman. True. That's true. Uh, so, anyway, um, somebody started a change.org <laughs> petition. Right. So, that, that that will... Right. If it gets big enough, the president has to respond. Uh, I don't think it's the president. I think okay. someone in the government... The White House, at the White House, they do that. But, okay. um, anyway... Um, So they got, they have, you only have to get like 10,000 people for change.org to aggregate this petition to whoever is supposed to respond to it or whatever. Uh, As of this morning, they had 13,000 people had signed it. Uh, petitioning for the review aggregator website Rotten Tomatoes to be shut down in protest of its harsh reception of Suicide
2: Squad.
0: (laughs) Its harsh reception. It's
1: like, it's not really like the, uh, like all the different reviewers that thought it sucked had anything to do with it. Right.
0: Now see, for those of you who've never been to the Rotten Tomatoes website, they've got a uh, percentage rating for movies, and uh, it is there are They do two of them. They do one that is based on regular people. So you can go watch a movie, go to Rotten Tomatoes, log in, and then give it a percentile rating, and then it averages all of those out, and and will tell you this is what the average moviegoer rated this. Okay, right. But then they also do a critic one where they they take the reviews of. I don't know. It's it's hundreds of the most major news outlets and cri- film critics in the world, right? Uh, and they give it a percentile based on those reviews. And so, uh, anyway, thirty four percent. Obviously, not a good score. No. Um, and these people who have uh, who have done this done this. The guy who created it was um, a twenty two year old. University student in Alexandria, Egypt, named Abdullah Saleh. Right. Um, he launched the petition Tuesday. He told Reuters, the news agency, "quote There's some kind of pattern for movie critics to give DC's extended universe movies bad reviews. I created this <laughs> petition. I created this petition to gather DC fans to help express their anger. I didn't mean for it to be taken seriously." I just want this to be a symbolic petition,
1: uh, <laughs> bro. Can we just say? I mean, like, I don't know how long you want this segment. Uh,
0: it doesn't have to be that long. But, but let me just say, the Daily Telegraph set <laughs> of Suicide Squad quote: "This film makes you cringe so hard your teeth come loose." You're right. <laughs> That's yeah, great. The deal I've seen, I've seen fantastic. The reviews. Let me tell you something. The reviews for this film get a ninety percent positive rating from the Rotten Tomatoes. Me scale. too. Me because too. Because it yeah. has inspired such wonderful, wonderful metaphors in the reviews. I saw one uh, one yesterday. I had told Rob about it, where it said uh, that this is the. Um, This is the the Magnificent Seven of the Hot hot Topic generation. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Here's my thing is, the the
1: one thing people are missing in their little petition is how fair this is. Like, it's not like any of these critics went in wanting to hate this. Right, yeah. And And they're they're, all really, really honest about that. Like, they've all been like, I loved the trailer." The trailer was the best trailer of the year, right? Which we've been saying, and they almost all and they were said, like, Will Smith and
0: Margot Robbie are fantastic; they're
1: incredible. And the I, that one you and I were reading today uh, by Squint or Quint, yeah. right, was like he he broke down every character and said, "I want to tell you why there's merit." To this, this performance, this performance, this performance, this performance, this performance, this performance, and how ultimately that's a
0: bummer because the movie sucks. Right, right. Yeah. Like, like he even said that it was Jay Courtney's best performance of his career. Yeah, yeah. That's you what know? I'm saying. So, which says a lot because he's these been guys bad at everything.
1: These guys, well, these guys are going in, and, and ladies, their reviews are what I think ultimately fair. That's why this petition is so funny. Yeah, it's not like. It's not like there was some sort of you know somebody supported Trump and now everybody's against <laughs> it. you know like they went in Chapman. wanting to like it and they say and stuff they're like,
0: basically saying these folks were all cast brilliantly and, and their performances were great and they're right right
1: my 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 biggest takeaway so far from the reviews has just been like it's really weird that the Joker is. In any way, like that, we've been hearing anything about the Joker performance because he's on screen so very little. Right, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, most he's just a plot
0: device for Harley. Quinn. Most of the reviews have said that that if you've seen all of the trailers and commercials, you've seen eighty percent of his performance. Right, so, so I don't know. It's it's crazy to me. You know, uh, AMC Mike and I were talking a couple of days ago about how interesting it is. Like, how many flops does can a studio make? Before they stop and go, you know, maybe this doesn't work. You know, well, like, the I, answer, though, is The money. problem is, yeah, well, there is a much sh- we've not stopped one seeing. Thing seeing that, them yet. The
1: one thing we haven't said, I want to say before we wrap up this segment, is this had the highest number of pre sale tickets in the history of Fandango. Right? So even with the reviews being what they are, people are getting in line. Right. And that's the only thing that speaks to the studio is like, well, Star Wars never won an Oscar, right? Right. Now I'm not saying this is Star Wars. Let's, I'm just saying let's let Michael Bay make another one of them Transformers. They are not Ooh. going to be. And and look, drive angry.
0: <laughs> We've been driven angry before. Yeah, we'll be driven angry again. again. There you have it. We'll be right back. You're listening to Lights Camera Cleveland. Coming to you live <laughs> on recording. <laughs> so meta. Princess A.M.C. Mike, yay! welcome us all back to the joyous fantasy land that is.
2: Welcome to Lights, Camera, Cleveland, where we talk about movies. That's good.
1: That's good stuff. You want to know what else is good stuff? What? The
0: Preview Review! That's right! Word! This is the part of the podcast where we have scoured the interwebs scoured the socials we scoured them and we have searched out all of the articles all of the reviews yeah, we all of the previews if there is something we can do besides seeing a movie to determine whether or not because <laughs> you should knows, see the movie Lord
2: knows we don't do that
0: <laughs> no we don't uh, then we are going to tell you so now is the time where we're having taking all of the having taken all of those knowledges is yes we are going to, we are going to tell you the listener at home or the listener in your car yeah uh or wherever you are
2: or if you're out catching pokemon
0: that uh we're going to tell you what movies you should or should not see uh, because we're professionals and can do that without having seen the movies. let's do it let's do it first up nine lives starring kevin spacey jennifer garner uh and robbie amell this one is uh about a scruffy businessman who finds himself trapped inside the body of his family's cat.
2: Yeah.
0: AMC Mike, go.
2: Well, I want to know what Kevin Spacey did to have to do this movie. He hasn't played anything in a fat suit, yeah. <laughs> or played. Yeah, has but... he played multiple parts in the same film? <laughs> hey, hey,
1: here's what we well, he's remember the cat
2: and the and dude mm. in this.
1: Here's what's important. This is different well I'll wait you go on. All I'm right. sorry you go ahead
2: um, yeah this looks awful oh my gosh and, and the worst part is Dakota really wants to yep. see it and so I and think so you're that you're going to have to take her no I think this is going to have to be a daddy daughter date and um, yeah this just looks awful I mean even in the preview he just looks tired he looks like maybe he's been blacklisted into having to do this movie maybe it's
1: because he's for Trump
2: <laughs> maybe he's for Trump <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Like it's just It's not good But it's, what do you give it? Oh no I hate it I hate it with my very soul
1: Slinky What
0: about you? Uh, what but about you Slinky?
2: Daddy daughter date <sighs> uh.
0: So I don't know if maybe it's because uh, they've decided to not make any more Horrible Bosses sequels or if maybe he's worried that that House of Cards is going to be off the air soon or something. Or maybe he's just still recovering from that time he played Nixon in that movie none of us saw called Elvis and Nixon. Uh, But whatever the case, I have no idea what Kevin Spacey is doing in this movie. And even crazier is... It's directed by Barry Sonnenfeld, who, uh, uh he's directed, like... Men in Black. Me- all three Men in Black. Um, he directed a bunch of the Pushing Daisies TV show. Mm. He directed, uh, both Adams Family movies, Get Shorty, mm-hmm. Wild Wild West. Um, I mean, this is a, you know, this is a, a established, a very established director. Yeah. Um and and Jennifer Garner, I mean, you know, her career has been over for a while. So of course she's in this. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, and Robbie Amell, who is the guy who plays Arrow. He's Green Arrow on mm-hmm. the the TV show Arrow. Um so this may have been the only thing he could get having just come off of uh Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles, yeah. I don't know. So it's just kind of this bizarre sort of like this film is it's directed by an est- an established comic comedy director right makes this movie based on a tired 80s premise starring starring uh you know starring a guy who is an actor who is who is clearly Are you all right? higher in his
1: game you've, than you've never seen it's you're physically confused. I know. and like People the, can't see what you're doing, but like, it's so, you're all the way back in your chair with like your head tilted back, and like you can't, like-, and like his you can't, hands like, are
2: flailing yeah, around. Yeah, you
1: can't wrap t- your mind. I was actually looking, you've actually been talking about this now for seven minutes.
0: I know, it's so
2: bizarre. AMC Mike
0: was like two and a half. This whole thing is so bizarre. Christopher Walken is in this movie.
1: Yeah, and here's, ready? None I'm, of
0: this makes sense. Re, greater hate. <laughs> I'm going Great to hate or hate. I'm going to hate, but I am going to clearly caveat that that AMC Mike and I will see it with my dog. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. You got to. No, I don't got to. No, you got to. No, I don't. He doesn't have to if you don't. Uh, actually, actually,
1: I I had to take her to right. see Ninja t- Turtles that's too. You it's your turn. turn. No, hold on. <laughs> it totally. No. Is. It's totally. No. Okay, well, wait, turn. wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. Listen, listen. Third party, unbiased third party. Has she been to see a movie with either of you since the Turtles movie?
2: She went with grandma, which nope, counts either
1: for of me. you. No, no, it doesn't. It does not. It absolutely does I, not. Well,
2: I'm the one that planted it in her head that she should have grandma take her to go see that movie. It didn't
1: start in time.
2: So No, the the Ice Age. Oh, oh.
1: Okay. Yeah. No, I'm saying Nightlines. that counts for grandma. Yeah. Since the Ninja Turtles movie have either of you taken Decode to see a movie? We, we all went together once since then. To see what? Ghostbusters. Yeah. Then it's either your turn or it's all three.
2: Or she doesn't need to see it. There you go. Well,
1: that's that's, <laughs> that's the other there option. There we go. That's, okay, are,
2: now, are you ready? Hey, guess what? I'm going to I'm a this. bad mom. Boom.
1: <laughs> all right, ready? <laughs> I can sum this up a lot quicker. All right. Right? It's not going to take me seven and a half, eight minutes. I give it a great.
0: What? Hold on.
1: I give it a great because Kevin Spacey is still winning Emmys. He is not confused. The reason that this feels like an 80s throwback is because Barry Sonnenfeld and Kevin Spacey decided to make an early 80s film. That's why it has, that's why it has Christopher Walken in it. And this movie is going to be exactly like those 80s films. Not a parody of, but an homage to and so, <laughs> I'm telling you, this movie is going to be better than what you think.
0: All right. I mean, okay. you take Dakota to see it.
1: <laughs> but I'm going to say one thing. Here's my caveat. That dude from Green Arrow sucks. Yeah, he does. He thing. just sucks. I actually don't hate Jennifer Garner, particularly when I think of her in this. Right. Like, I actually think, like, Jennifer Garner, you maybe missed the boat. Right. You were maybe supposed to be in, like, Parent Swap yeah or, or like any of these movies, right, so like that's actually perfect for her. I actually think like there's no way Kevin Spacey made a mistake
0: like i don't I don't know I lost a bet. I'm just like right, House of cards is not done does anyone like do I any do either of you know? Does Kevin Spacey maybe have a young child that he is being in a movie that their kid uh, can go see? Maybe I, know, I don't know. That happens a lot with actors. They're yeah. like, right? I make, I make yeah, all the Rock. The Rock does this, right? I mean, um, The Rock was like, I make all of these rated R action flicks. I'll be the but Tooth my, Fairy. My kid needs to be able to see me in Tooth Fairy. Yeah. So anyway, my point is, and we'll move into the next movie is Barry Sonnenf-
1: Barry Sonnenfeld, plus Kevin Spacey. Plus, Jennifer Garner in this movie. With Christopher Walken. With trading. Christopher Walken. Well, good. A measure. Is intentional. I'm giving it a great, it's going to be funnier than people think. All That's right. my dark horse. Right. I almost never choose a dark horse, but I'm choosing a dark horse. We'll see. And maybe Please. maybe I
0: do take Dakota. I will. Maybe
1: I do. No I way. will
0: say this about it. It is getting a huge advertising marketing push. There you go. I mean, it's everywhere. It was, even, I mean, you know, it was the thing my kid remembered most about yeah. Ice Age. What do we got next? All right, next up, Suicide Squad. Uh, a secret government agency recruits imprisoned supervillains to execute a dangerous black ops mission in exchange for clemency. Um, well, do we need to spend a lot of time on this? I, get, I don't I think I, we do. I, directed be, by we David We've it for so long. It stars Will Smith, Jared Leto, Margot Robbie, uh... Jay Courtney. Yeah, I of give it a hate.
1: I give it a hate because I said the trailers look amazing, but can they make a movie like the trailers? And now every single credible review says no. Right. So guess what? I don't I don't want to be sad. I don't want to go in and watch a disappointment. I give it a hate. I'm not going to see it. Uh
0: I, too, am going to give this one a hate. I think that... Uh, um I like the Harley Quinn character, but I and, and I like Margot Robbie, and I think she's going to be, be great. Everyone says she's great, but I don't know that I agree with the portrayal of Harley Quinn in this, the way that she's being portrayed. Um, but I don't know. I've also not seen it, so. but the, from what I've seen, I'm not crazy about it. But um, it just looks uneven. And 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 apparently it is and looks more like more of the stuff that we have not liked from Man of Steel and Batman vs. Right. Superman. And one thing that we all know is that while Warner Brothers has heard us, not just like the three of us, but I mean mm, they, us too, they have heard everyone say that you know this isn't working. Uh, they did not get that message till after this film was done, uh, and after Wonder Woman was done. Like we aren't going to see the, their shift in tone until Justice League. And so I, I don't look for anything until Justice League to be to be anything knockout or stellar, and so I'm going to hate it. AMC Mike?
2: I don't like movies that are about bad guys. And this movie is kind of all about... Even if they're doing good guy things, sort of, I didn't like the comic book. I don't like the movie. I, you know, I think that... Uh, The trailers looked okay. I don't think they were as stellar as Rob said they were. Um, But, uh, yeah, no, I hate it.
1: There we go. Three hates. Three H's. Three hates. Three hates. All
0: right. Well, that brings our podcast to a closure. Thank God. Ending. There you go. Uh, we actually were going to go another fifteen minutes, but unfortunately, uh, Hollywood has blacklisted us uh, That's because right. Antonio. We talked about Antonio Sabato Jr. Yeah. Probably. So we're going to have to wrap up. Uh, but until then, the cool thing is that uh, I am the Hollywood Slinky, and I love movies.
2: I'm AMC Mike, and I love movies.
0: I'm Rob Alderman, I love movies. So let's, let's all love, love movies, movies together. together. And government cheese.
2: Government cheese. We have to love government cheese. Oh, who doesn't love government cheese? I don't cheese? know. Cheese product.
0: Antonio Sabato Jr. Cheese That's
2: product. why he's blacklisted. Cheese product. Oh,
0: so good cheese product. Oh, all okay.